Steve Scott, Peter Thiel, is News Talk KZRG. He is the host of the self-named, inappropriately named Ben Ferguson Show. Ben Ferguson, Sunday nights, right here on News Talk KZRG. Hi, Ben. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I feel like we're actually having like a great week with like freedom of speech, democracy, conservatives. What's happened with Twitter is just it's it, it's put me in a good mood all week long. Watching people on Twitter, the number of their followers skyrocket this week, where they've been stifled for years. I've had more followers come and get on Twitter to to follow my account in the last 48 hours than I have in the last five years combined, to put it in perspective. And listening to these these meltdown videos uh, that have come out from Project Veritas of the people within Twitter melting down uh, over the demise of their power and their influence as they've rigged this entire system against conservatives uh, is a glorious thing to which w- witness happen in real time. The other thing, Ben Ferguson, that I'm thrilled about is that uh, we now know that conservatives have no problem listening to different points of view and allowing them to be uh, entered into the marketplace of ideas, yet the left hates the idea of anything that disagrees with them. Yeah, well, and, and look at what we just found out about Twitter and their corporate giving, their employee giving. We found out that 99.2% of all political donations from Twitter employees went to Democratic candidates. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, I mean, we're talking about 0.8% of donations from Twitter employees went to Republican candidates. That could literally mean that somebody had an aunt or uncle that ran as a Republican and the husband and wife gave max, you know, donations because it was only five hundred and five dollars in giving. So it could have been a, a relative that was running for a local office, right? As a Republican, you're going to give to it. Otherwise, it would have been a hundred percent of all donations from employees at Twitter were given to Democratic candidates. And this goes back to what we knew: they were silencing, they were censoring, they were shadow banning, they were making it impossible for people to even find Twitter accounts. They weren't suggesting conservative Twitter, Twitter account, even if everybody you were following was a conservative. Uh, and now they've lost this power. And it was an amazing amount of power that they lost. But, but there's another big story that, that I, I want people to pay attention to. And we're going to be talking about this more on Sunday night. And that is we've just gotten this new, basically, I guess you say insider information slash data that Google has been putting over 80% of all conservative or Republican candidates' emails into spam, while less than 8% of the time do Democratic causes, organizations, and candidates' emails go to your spam folder. Now, you think about Google. You want to talk about fixing an election. The number one way that you raise funds for candidates, whether they're Republican or Democrat, is through emails. That's how you get out information to people is through emails. So if Google, and I don't know how this isn't illegal, to be honest with you, but they've done this, and we now know it, Ninety, basically 90% of the time, if you send out an email, so 9 out of 10 of your emails sent out to Gmail accounts, if you're a Republican running for any office or a conservative organization, are automatically going to be marked and go to a spam folder, and Democrats less than 10% of the time go to spam. That means that they are trying to rig every single fundraising campaign, every Republican candidate in the country. That should be illegal, and clearly they were doing it on purpose. And that's the biggest news story that no one's talking about this week.
Well, there's so much to go through. By the way, I don't know what Elon Musk's uh, political philosophies are other than he believes in freedom of speech. Yeah, and that's all you need. You yes. know, I, 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 a lot of people have been like paranoid, like, oh, my gosh, well, he could screw this up. And he could, right? But it seems pretty clear. He's a guy that's fiscally conservative, socially liberal. I mean, look at just the issue of weed smoking, for example. Uh, and, and I think the point that he is making here, and this really goes back to the Babylon Bee, this satirical conservative Christian site that put up a, a fake story, right? Because that's what they do. They write fake stories for a living. That's how they make a living. It's like, it's, it's humor, right? It's political humor. It's satire. And they were mocking the Time magazine, naming, naming Rachel Levine, who's that, you know, undersecretary, uh, who is a dude dressed like a chick, as they named her Woman of the Year. And so what the Babylon DB did was they said, all right, we'll have some fun with this. We'll name her Man of the Year. And they shut down their Twitter account. If they wouldn't have done that, there's a very good chance that Elon Musk would have never bought Twitter. But Elon Musk was a big fan. Huge fan of the Babylon Bee. He reached out to the Babylon Bee. He called them. He went and met with them. They're always like, hey, did this really happen to you? And they're like, yeah, it really happened to us. And that's when he was like, all right, well, let's have this poll question up on Twitter, which is what he did. And in that poll question, he said, this could have huge ramifications. And sure enough, he followed through. And he said, look, I'm not about making money. This is not about making money. This is about freedom of speech for me. And, and, and I'm going to run it that way to make sure that both sides, right, every side gets a chance to speak. And that's all that should matter in free speech. But these Democrats and the meltdown from this Project Veritas tape of this meeting after Elon Musk bought it inside of Twitter proves everything that we knew was real. They hated Republicans. They hated conservatives. And they hated Christians. And they didn't want any of us to be able to be successful on their platform. They wanted to limit everything that we had to say. And now it's cost them their entire control over the company, which is glorious. The Biden administration is now starting a, a better way of saying it, the Ministry of Truth, uh, to fight uh, misinformation, disinformation run by, uh, of course, a Democratic staffer. Uh, we are living in very dangerous times, Ben Ferguson. Yeah. Well, it's not just the Minister of Truth, but it was led by Hunter, Hunter Biden. Uh, or excuse me, I say Hillary Clinton's one of her top people. And this disinformation governance board uh, has been put together with your tax dollars to clearly science conservatives. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorka spoke about this, saying, yeah, we just established this. This governance board during this, you know, congressional hearing Wednesday was like, hold on a second. You guys are going to do, you're going to basically pick winners and losers with this. And they're like, no, 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 we're just going to try to reduce domestic threats to the United States of America. Domestic threats? Like, like that's what you're going to do? I don't believe you. And they say, well, this team's going to focus on irregular migration uh, and, and Russia, according to the report from Politico. It's like, well, that's not your job with my taxpayers' dollars to do that. But it's this time. Is, and again, this is, this is a woman, Nina uh, Jekowitz, right, who is, who is going to create and maintain this Department of Commitment to, quote, protecting free speech, privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. This is the woman who downplayed the information from Hunter Biden's laptop in 2020, quote, asserting, asserting that it was likely Russian influence opposition. So this is the woman who said that. And now she's in charge of our government deciding what's real and what's not. Give me a break. Yeah, no, we're uh, going straight to hell. Uh, shrinkage. 
Uh, it's not George for George Costanza anymore. The incredible Biden shrinking economy is here, uh, down 1.4%. Lawrence Tribe said uh, in the last couple of weeks that he felt that we would see a recession by the end of the year. It looks like we're already in in, in recession country. Yeah, look, this is bad, obviously, for everybody, but especially for poor people. This is terrible uh, for those living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I filled up my car yesterday. It's a four-door sedan. It's not an SUV. It's 100 bucks. If you're on a fixed income, if you're a retiree, uh, if you're working an hourly wage right now, I, I don't know how you can't look at this president and say to yourself, uh, this man is clearly not thinking about me. The same with the Democratic Party. I mean, they doubled down yesterday and came out and a Biden, I mean, a, a Biden administration official said, look, Putin holding the world hostage, implying that we can't drill here, as they said. They said, you know, he's holding us hostage. And he said, so that's why we need to go to clean, green alternative energy. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, that's what you that's your takeaway from this. Not that we need to drill more, not that we need to go back to the Trump policies. Your responses go buy a Tesla. It's absurd. No, they don't want you to buy a Tesla because it's not made by union workers. They want oh, you to true. buy point, uh, yeah. uh, electric vehicles produced by union workers, regular people that are workers, like uh, out there doing the job. And of course, none of those vehicles are even available in in mass anywhere. Yeah, this this again. This is the Democratic Party. This is what they believe in, silencing, censoring, and mandating things on your life. They've done this during COVID. Look at the pandemic. The pandemic phase uh, of COVID-19 is over. And where was it said? It was said by Dr. Fauci on PBS at the end of an interview. You're telling me that they shouldn't have had like a major press conference at the White House telling everybody, hey, we survived this thing. We're outside of the pandemic now part of this. Yes, COVID-19 is still around, but we're no longer in a pandemic in America. Like you'd think you'd want to have a press conference on that. Democrats didn't. And the one reason why is because they didn't want to lose their power. They know that COVID is giving them an insane amount of power that they should never be able to get away with. So they don't even inform you. Fauci doesn't do a big press conference telling you that it's over, that like the pandemic is over the way that it's been. It's over. That's what he said. It's incredible. It's, uh, yeah, we're going straight to hell. Other than that, on the Ben Ferguson Show, will you be featuring any recipes? And could there be a delicious recipe for a pie? <laughs> no, there will not be. I'm sorry about oh. that. But I will give you I will give you good barbecue recipes from my restaurant in, in, in Memphis. So there's always that as a big perk. All right. Ben Ferguson Show, be, you'll hear him Sunday night, 6 to 9, uh, right after Bill Handel, right before Willie. And enjoy kick and enjoy the the fellowship and the Christian fellowship you can only get with Ben Ferguson. Coming up, Kim Commando's Tech Minute, News Talk KZRG.